Hey, yo, what it do? Welcome back, everybody, to the 59th Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Guy Patterson. And tonight, we bring on a very special crew for an incredible, incredible dorm room episode. Bring it on over here to my left, none other than a good buddy of mine, Meech. Meech, what's going on tonight? How we doing? How we doing? Happy to be here. What's going on? What's going on? Also, we have Ange. Ange, how you doing? And over to my right, we have none other than Jack Schneider. Jack, what's going on? What it do, baby? <laughs> what it do? So I'm just going to put this shalom, right here. Shalom. Also, we, we know how this rolls on this show. I just want to crack that so we all see that. And I'm just going to put that right here on the end of the table so we're all good. All right, I'm just going to jump right into it. So, guys, uh, thanks for coming on. You know, this is, I believe, episode 112 of the show. Thanks Spotify for putting it out there. Also, shout out to uh, shout out to all of our fans. Thanks for keep tuning in. So, I just want to get into. We'll, we'll bounce around. I want to go over to Jack over here first and say, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world. The world is in a weird place. I just want to hear a couple opinions on what you feel on the Israel-Palestine conflict. Wow. Without getting too crazy. Yeah, know, guys. Just, just a little bit for the yeah, show guy. and the viewers. Because this is a global global mm-hmm. show. So, yeah. you know. Guys, it's tough for me to make that decision. Um, I have family over in Israel. And I've talked to them. And it's tough. You, know, you have to weigh your options here. You, know, you talk about, you know, obviously, the colonial impact of Palestine and, and, and their extrication towards yeah. uh, Gaza City, right? But you have to talk. You have to consider the land of Israel, right? It's really the only Westernized country in the Middle East. You know, you you know you can throw Saudi Arabia, UAE, you know, United Arab Emirates. I put the I put them in. You're right. So they're in there, but but, but yeah, they're, they're, they're not. But they don't really have Western culture. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is, yeah. is they have, they've adopted Western technology, but not Western cultures. Yeah. Sure. But then, but then you know you you, you migrate towards well, Syria, Western, Iraq. What is Western culture to you? Liberalism. Well, li- yeah, exactly. More more liberal cultures. You know what I think is a big term is secularism. Mm. Separation from church and state. Of course. Yeah. You know Religion. what they don't have in Israel is. They don't have that anywhere in the Middle East, do they? No, not at all. And 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 and, and they they are they are governed they are governed by the religion. And and yeah. you know what? I see. I, obviously, what happened Saturday is, is a tragedy, right? I have I have family in Israel, and they are right. They're, they're good. They're good. They're they're towards they're more towards Jerusalem, towards towards Tel Aviv. So they're good. They're about a thousand miles away from it. Um, my heart goes out towards. The Palestinian women and children. That's terrible, right? Wow. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, obviously, I, I want to come in from an unbiased third party, right? Even with having family there. But when you look at conflict, right? Sometimes there's, there's, there's always a give and take in conflict, right? So you have to weigh these benefits between uh, terrorism and, okay. and colonialism. And, and the, the problem I see is, you know, we're living in 2023 right now. Yeah. Right. You know, to to sit here and uh, stew this colonialism problem is is an esoteric problem. This is not an esoteric thing. We get, we we need to get rid of that. That is rendered obsolete now. Um, colonialism, colonialism is, is very is, interesting. You know, it is, and you know, people are gonna you know. Then you get the imperialists that just start to and follow. Colonialism is 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 cool too, because of language, right? You go technology ahead, too. You know, with language, oh, like. Uh, 
Why do you say technology? Yeah, why do you say that before I go into the language? Yeah, I want to hear, hear the technology. I want to hear both. I want to hear both. Go into, go into language first. Now, then then I'll talk okay. about technology. You technology, go, because we're going to start to, we're gonna start to mold into the Western views. At Applebee's the other day, I had a table that was only speaking French. Mm-hmm. Damn. They weren't from France. They were from Montreal, Canada. Yep. Yeah. We want to know, you know, because you have to understand what was the United States of America before it was the United States of America. And it was these big... European powers that were controlling most of the world. There's a saying that we learn in history called the the sun never sets on the British Empire. Mm, of course. Because yeah, every we've heard, part we've heard of that the world from everywhere. British colonies. Every every continent, including Australia, was all British, right? Think about yeah. Australia. They yeah. speak they speak English, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. India until India. 1947, the British Raj left. Mm-hmm. That's why so with lang yeah, right. So with language. Go think about Columbus, right? We just had Columbus Day a couple days ago. You think about Columbus Day and how he founded this Western world. Well, why do they speak Spanish in South America? Well, because Spain had colonized almost every single country in what's known as South America today. Besides Brazil, which speaks what? Portuguese. Portuguese, right? Portugal. Mm -hmm. Which is connected to Spain, which is almost the identical language. You know what I mean? Why do we speak English? Because okay, we are once the British Empire. Yeah, of right? of course, Why are they speaking? Obviously, language is a big yeah, factor. So language is the biggest factor. That, yeah, of course. Language, language is your biggest factor because yeah. you could even look at Ireland. Ireland had their own dialect. Yeah. But Gaelic. they were... T- yeah, right? The Gaelic. But it was completely now translated. You go to Dublin, everyone's speaking English because it was once part of an English empire. You still have Northern Ireland, part of the UK. Yeah. That's more of a religious thing. You have Protestants, and then you have Catholics in Ireland, Northern Ireland is Protestants. But I think the two things besides technology is one language and two religion. Religion. And another reason yeah. is this. We're talking about colonialism. Look in 1947. The British Raj left India in 1947, and they split. In the middle, you have Bangladesh. Bangladesh is also considered East Pakistan. reason for that is because Bangladesh is 100% Muslim. Along with Pakistan, it's almost close to 100% Muslim, where India is 95% Hindu. Yep. That's why you have the most holy wars going on right at that border by Punjab yeah. and Lahore. Mm-hmm. That's where your most wars are going on. Yeah. So you have to think about what's going on. Globally, I mean, there's wars everywhere. Look what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. You're talking about Israel-Palestine. Boys, war is inevitable. Yeah. Agreed. But would you say it's... it? I, I mean, most of these wars are over land, right? Or do you think mm-hmm. religion is in... in I think I think, I think these, war, these wars are both territory and culture. culture. I think yeah. These are culture wars. Well, you have to remember, Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union until 1991. Until, yeah. it, it, you know what I mean? Uh, December 26th, when Gorbachev tore down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's all yeah. about former land. Putin wants it back. Why, do, a, why wouldn't he want it back? Yeah. Right? What about the inevitable... China invasion of Taiwan, Taiwan. Right, you know? That's mm-hmm. coming, this is how I that's coming soon. And I've said about this as well. I'm a history major, as you guys know. When you guys look at World War One, I, I want to give you guys some history lesson here. What are... I'll, I'll, I'll just be like this. What is the... Re, who got assassinated that it was like, oh, this was the start of World War One? You guys uh, learned this in like 6th like, grade U.S. history? The Everyone knows that, right? That's supposedly the big start of World War One. Yeah. World War Two. How did the United States get dragged in? We got bombed Pearl Harbor by Pearl. Japan, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we got dragged in. So when we're all we gone, got dragged in hundred years from now, when we're all dead, hundred years from now, and kids are reading a textbook. I guarantee 
the start of World War III would be three reasons, and we're all living them. The Russian invasion of Ukraine, Taiwan and China conflict, and the Israel-Palestine conflict. You think and Israel, that's the, the fourth one is going to be, and this is a prediction, Belarus is going to bomb Poland. And my reason is this. Belarus is your closest Thai connection with Russia, where Poland is a part of NATO. Belarus yeah. isn't, either yeah. is Russia. So if Belarus, who is the closest ally to Russia, can bomb a NATO member, it will be a direct conflict of now oh, the definitely. Soviets, yeah. aka Russia, and now into NATO. So that will be your... Okay, so that say that happens. That's my prediction. As a, God, that's, as a God, that's, God, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's my and, prediction. And I know I want to bring back a point is is we we try to stay neutral, right? We try to stay indifferent. You know that's obviously been a policy dating back since the seventies and the eighties. Um, I think our involvement, I think our involvement is going to come from an extension of the uh, cultural war slash uh, land wars of Gaza and Israel. I think I think I think without with and, and I'll explain. I'll explain. So our open borders, since uh, Biden was elected in, in 2020, um, we've had open borders, right? He's, he's, he's endorsed that policy Texas. with open arms, right, right in Texas. Come on in. Yeah. It's an island now. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they've, been taking, they've been taking in these immigrants, and they have not— Illegally or legally? Illegally. Okay. Illegally. Right? They, right? They're, they're, they're not entering through port of entry. And that's a problem. Why? This is an Ellis Island in the nineteen oh six era. Not at all. Okay. This, and this is this is a huge problem is because you know when you look at the South American borders, they're not nearly as strict as what the United States southern border should be, right? Under Trump, it was it was strict, but when you look at it yeah, now, yeah, one hundred percent. And when you look at it now, you know how many of those. Uh, dare I say mercenaries from Gaza City? Or Iran, or Syria, or some other Middle Eastern country that endorses terrorism. How many of those wow. mercenaries have crossed into Latin America, Mexico, and come in through that port of entry? Why I say lack thereof, port of entry. Do you think so? Thousands. I think it's thousands. Wow. So they, so there's they thousands. Flew, they flew to Mexico. Boat, fly. Cuba, maybe. Cuba, yeah. And and, 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 they, and, they, and they find a way, and then they have these sleeper cells. That's for they, they have these sleeper cells located periodically throughout the country, right? So you have some – there's a lot of hot spots in Michigan and Wisconsin. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty predominantly um, Arab Muslim area. You have New York City, obviously. Um, you know, God rest their souls 22 years ago two, and, and one month, 9-11. Um, but we won't get into that. Um, then you have other other big cities like DC, Seattle, LA, and you know you just you have to think of of these these this mosh pit of people. It's a lot. It is a lot, and yeah. you know I, I see that and I, I think where's this going? I'm getting there. No, I'm seeing where it's going. You see what you see where you're saying things is when when you have such a prosperous nation, in the United States, and you enable so many people in the name of diversity to enter in. Take a beer. Yeah, let's go, Meech. Take a beer. Take fucking beer. We can curse on you, Sorry about that. So, um, we were getting back into this. When you have such a prosperous nation in the United States, enabling, in the name of diversity, all this entry, right? And you have not filtered who's entering. I hear you. Who's entering is the question, right? Yeah. Who's entering? 
Wow. Right? Hey. It can be it can be the next Albert Einstein. Whoa. It can be the next Sudan. Hey, you know your. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, go ahead. Can you name all four communist countries? Cuba. Cuba. North Korea. Yeah, China. China. Right. China. CPC, the Communist Party of China. Russia. It's no, actually no, Laos. It's actually Laos. 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 Yeah. It's next to Thailand. Russia mm-hmm. after 1991. The U- the USSR, Soviet Union, right? Is the socialist state yeah. of it's Russia in the name? Right, it's in the name. Socialism is directly, you know what I mean? It's connected with the communist regime, stuff like that. It's similar. Um, it's different than a new left in Cuba with Fidel Castro, no. but it's similar. Different dictatorial. If you're looking at a Stalin communism, it's going to be maybe similar, but if you're looking at a Khrushchev or a Gorbachev, it's different. What I'm saying is Russia is technically considered to be capitalistic. It's not, but it's considered to be. They're, it's, 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 it's really not, but it, it is technically considered to be capitalistic, like the United States. But it is, it's, a weird, it's a weird way of, of viewing it like that because of how they portray itself. But, but you have to understand, and Rob wrote before, there's policies throughout the 20th century. The policy of containment was all due to a civil war in Greece. Now, this civil war in Greece was taking place in 1947. Truman, the president of the United States, after World War II, does a speech to Congress saying how we need to contain communism. Yeah. Yep, yep. Now, with this, why are they saying this? Because the USSR, at the time, mm-hmm. Jack, it was right next to mm-hmm. Turkey. It was right next to Greece. So this domino theory yeah. called the domino effect, if communism could spread to Turkey, then it will spread to Greece with the Civil War, and then there'll be communism. And it did work. You had the Viet Cong in Vietnam. That was the Communist Party. It obviously reached Cuba with Fidel Castro, and he claimed to always be a communist, even though he was a lawyer. He wasn't always a communist. But communism and Marxism... How vast, let me ask you guys, you know, we're on the show, we're talking political ideology, we're college, you know, educated scholars. Are you guys familiar with these ideologies or haven't done much study into like familiar Marxist with the concept? Con- the concept of Marxism is, is... How do you feel about that, Jack? I just want to hear your story, yeah. you know. Uh, so let's just talk about the concept of Marxism. Is, is Karl Marx, 19th century in London. Yeah, communist manifesto. Right? He writes Capital. Um, it's... Idyllic, right? And the problem with idyllic philosophies is that it's just that. It's idyllic. It's, it's nothing we're ever going to achieve. Uh-huh. Right? When someone says... It'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. It's impossible. It well, is would impossible. Would you even want that as a reality? And, Say and, it did and work I'll, out. I'll, would I'll, you I'll, want I'll that? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because... Complete life, reality. Life, like... life is unfair. Yeah. Right? Life is unfair. 100%. Right? So why are you going to try to build a culture around fairness... It's never going to work, right? The equality of the the worker versus the owner. That's right? exactly what it is. That's you know, a, yeah. and, and, and it's not going to work. And, and, and the I've, owner. They just want the workers controlling it. Well, mm-hmm. the, I mean, well, isn't everything owned by the state? Yeah, but everything is everything is controlled. Well, by the but, that, but that tells you who the owner is. Is the owner is the state? Yeah, but this but their view is that. The state is equally distributing it to all to the workers. But they're the ones that choose that, though. So they're still yeah. in charge. But here's but the problem. Here's the problem. Right? And, correct. And, and, but, like, 
Marxism, aka basically communism, because Marx, but there's also more things with Marx. Marx was a devout atheist. He was a, a strict believer in that capitalism will never work. Capitalism is the greatest thing that ever could happen to a country. Think about just like the New York Jets, New York Giants. That's a capitalistic business, privately owned, right? The, the, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, you know, you go to Tara's, right, bar, it's a privately owned corporation, uh, yeah. you know, privately owned business, yeah. like Applebee's. Like, mm -hmm. these things are, like, there's a difference between trust fund monopolies and, like, destroying an economy. Yeah. Like, you have John D. Rockefeller in the Progressive Era beforehand, where he's making $500 billion with Standard Oil, yeah. but then with Andrew Carnegie, with the Carnegie yeah. Steel, but, like... There's a difference with those people and how the rich will stay rich and then the industrial workers for them will stay lower to middle class. What Marx was writing in this book, Capital, there's three volumes to it, is that he doesn't want any monopolies. Okay. He doesn't want the rich to stay rich and the poor to stay poor, which in hindsight could sound, okay, it sounds good, but it is impossible. The rich will always stay rich along with... There, there's social classes. That's just how it is. There's and, wealth. And, yeah. what, and there's no pursuit in your life and, if you can't yeah, exactly. you know, go so, for Exactly. And, and, and you, talk, you talk about pursuit. I'm going to bring in another word. is, is investment slash reward. See, the problem with idyllic philosophy is that there is no concept of risk-reward. Right? We're sitting here and we drink this wonderful... Wonderful beer. Coors Light. Coors Shout Light. out. Coors Sponsored Light. by Coors Light. There tonight. you go. So, no, so, Rockies. So, let's, let's, so let's talk about a Coors Light factory, right? So we have this individual, we'll call him Person X. You have Person X, he invests in the money, he invests in the steel, in the concrete, in buying the property, right? He has put all that money down, he has, he has taken loans out from the bank, right? This Person X has just invested $1 billion into producing a Coors Light factory, right? So now he needs to bring in people to work at the Coors Light factory. Right, so what ownership do those workers have? Right? Those workers are producing the Coors Light, but those workers aren't the reason they're there producing the Coors Light. Right? Mm -hmm. It was that person X that, had, that took the risk, yeah. spent that money, so that if, the more you risk, the more you're going to reward. And, the problem, and like I said, the problem with the idyllic society is that the risk-reward concept is negligent. It does not exist. So that is the main issue that I see with Karl Marx and Marxism as a whole. You know, you see it on the college campus where, yeah. you know, uh, there's another really good story about, okay, you know, a professor has uh, distributed a test and he brings the test back. He, sure. he grades everything and he says, okay, the average of the test was a 70. So everybody that got a 50, I'm going to take the 20 points from the people that got a 90 and give them to you. Right. And then the, the people that got the 90 said, well, what the hell? I work for this 90, why do those people get uh, the same grade as me? Well, there you go. Therein lies the fallacy in Marxism. Is that because the more you work for something, the more you're going to earn. Capitalism. Right? The harder you work, School the more capitalism. you earn. 100%. Education. Right? Education is capital. Because, you know what, Meech and I, right? If we take the same class, right? Meech decides to go out on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. He decides to go for a Which I wouldn't day. do. He decides, to go, he decides to go for a four-day bender, right? And he, <laughs> he, receives, <laughs> he receives a 70 on a test, and passing for this class requires a 75. I, on uh, the other hand, have studied Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a little bit of Saturday, and, and took the test. And I, got a, I got a 95. Wow. 
right? So now I'm sitting there basking in my glory while Meech sits there and says, this is unfair. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is not unfair, right? We were dealt the same hand. It's how you take that hand and appropriate that hand. Right? Hence, what hence is society, free, free what, market. What did, you, what did you do with that hand to make yourself better? Did you take what you have and try to improve? I want to ask you if, a question. If you haven't taken what you have and not improved, even if you, what you've gotten is not equal, right? Because understand that capitalism is an unequal distribution of wealth. Marxism, communism, socialism, right? They kind of all get umbrella. Anarchism. Yeah, this is, this is equal distribution no of government. poverty. Right, and, and that's, a huge, that's a huge distinction is unequal distribution of wealth, right? We have $100, you have $100, I have $1,000, right? We can still go buy a pack of gum. Unlike, okay, everybody has $50, now you have to go buy uh, a week's worth of food for your family. It's, it's invisible. And that's the problem with Marxism, is idyllic societies will never amount Marxist, to anything. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you something. We're talking about ideologies. And, you know, this one's for Jack as well. Meech can jump in, obviously, as well, too. Uh, I'd like for Meech to answer this first. Out there. And you think about, you know, Jack, you're a fan of the 60s involving movies, you know, music. Yeah, music, big time. Music is a big thing for you. Um, a lot of things with the 60s come with, uh, you know, in U.S. history presence. And in this case, we have... You know, the youngest elected president ever is JFK. Teddy Roosevelt was 41, JFK was 42, but Roosevelt came in after McKinley, after McKinley was assassinated, so a little different. He was sworn in. With JFK comes a lot of conspiracies. Meech, mm. how vast are you in JFK conspiracies of his assassination? I gotta say JFK, I gotta do a little more homework on him. A little more. Yeah, I'd, I'd say... Um, I'd say our colleague here has a little more to say than I do. Well, Jack, I'll swing with you. I mean, I just brought a couple of minutes on it just because I do have a lot more to get to in this uh -huh. show, so yeah. I don't want to kill too much so, time. Mm -hmm. But I just want an overall opinion. Yeah, okay. And, you know, me, you too. Do you know the, you know a little bit of the basis? Yeah. Killer was, you know, Oswald, yeah. Yeah, hard, was, et for cetera, sure. right? Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of controversy with how it happened. Yeah. I, I also believe... Oswald was killed, right? Yes. Like right after mm -hmm. by Jack Ruby. Yep. And then I, if I'm correct, I believe Jack Ruby was killed <laughs> in prison. <laughs> so like there's a line of killings of people, right? Mm -hmm. I just want to hear Jack's opinion yeah. on. So, uh, so what do you think? I, I yeah. just say it like that. What yeah, let's, 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 let's set the you context here. Is, is, talk, is, can you talk a little bit about what happened, where it was, etc.? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, let me set the stage for you is... is 1776, right? America gained their independence. Oh, wow. All right. Go real back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Real, real, real back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, ne ne nearly 200 years. And, and, and from that moment, <laughs> the United States of America has established their presence as the most dominant nation. Okay. Right? There, there, there was no other entity. There was no other nation okay. that could outdo what the United States of America had done. So With the revolution. Yeah. Uh, so we fast forward, and, and, and now we look at we're gonna we're gonna touch on Abe Lincoln a little first. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, John. I'm Wilkes, fine with that. A little John Wilkes Booth. John just, Wilkes Booth. Everybody. Yeah, just 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 to preface this, Lee Harvey Lee Harvey Oswald. And, I also and just want to say, JFK. John Wilkes Booth for the viewers that don't know was an actor. 
along with his yeah. brother, Edwin mm-hmm. Booth, who was, Edwin Booth was considered to be way better. He was more in the spotlight, and John Wilkes was more in the background, but still a prominent actor in the scene of plays, because during this time you have, yep. it's not like films, it's mm-hmm. these, these plays on a yeah. stage, right? So keep going, Jack. Yeah, sure. So oh, we'll just jump in. Yeah, there's, so the Secretary of War for Abe Lincoln, Secretary Stanton, um, he and Abe Lincoln were supposed to attend this wonderful play on this wonderful night. Correct. Right, and uh, it just I'm so happened. It just so happened to be that uh, Secretary Stanton couldn't attend. Correct. And it just so happened to be that on that same night that the wonderful actor John Wilkes Booth decided to ready for this. Sneak by the security that the, that, that the 16th president of the United States had obtained. Who was so had to be protected because of his views of abolishing slavery. Because you have to remember what's going on in 1865? The Civil, Civil War. War. You're right? So, all right, yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we go into that. And, and you think about um, how he was able to circumvent the security. And he was able to... Um, assassinate right President Lincoln. Boom, right in the back of the Right, jump over the railing. You know what he said? And, and, what was that? He jumps on stage and he says something. What does he say? I don't remember. It was, was it not a reference to Caesar a, Augustus? That's exactly what it was. Wow. Yeah. When Caesar was killed. Yeah, A2 Brute. Yeah, it was yeah. exactly that. Uh-huh. And he screams it out and everybody's like, what is going on? Yeah, and, and no one Where was it? The what theater? Fourth theater. Fourth theater. Yeah. So, and and then he he made his way out. Caesar was, was killed. Yeah. yeah. Betrayed, by the way, not just killed. He was betrayed. By Brutus. A Brutus. Supposed best friend. Right. A two Brutes and you, Brutus. He jumped on stage, Wilkes, and he screams this Italian. Yep. So he Italian s- slang term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he escapes to the backside. So, you, but when you look back into the eighteen sixties and you think about how, how. I guess astute he was in circumventing the security and being able to complete that assassination. You feel like it was staged. Absolutely, because you would think that. Really? Wow. Because you would think that. I gotta bring something in my class. You would think that. Love my class. You would think that in some sense that over the next hundred years, they would find every single day, right? Because they start they because they created they created the Secret Service. Was the Secret Service job? They have, they have one job, Protect right? Protect, protection, right? They're, they're, they're specified protection detail. You and really think that Wilkes, but what was Wilkes affiliated with to kill Lincoln? Because if you look at Wilkes killing Lincoln, it wasn't like Wilkes was a devout Confederate. Yeah, right. Like he was from Maryland, but he wasn't like, like the guy was a, a successful actor. He was living with his brother Shadow, but it wasn't. It wasn't immense. He he was doing plays like, like. Do you believe he was affiliated with the Confederate States of American president in the in the eighteen sixties? Jefferson Davis was it the Confederate leader in the in the war? Robert E. Lee. Like, why kill Lincoln? Like, like what did like? I just want to hear, like, how could he get past the security? Was yep. there security? Yep. Did he just go up there because, hey, there's a theater that my brother is performing in right now, and I'm going to go up there because I'm in the theater? Like, he could do whatever he wants. This was his theater. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nobody knew he was going to kill the president. I mean, this wasn't like this was a thing that anybody would have accused John mm-hmm. Wilkes Booth doing. This was not, I want everybody to understand with the show, this was not a die-hard confederate. He was not a slave no. owner. No. This was just an actor who was upper class. Like, he wasn't put you know what a comparison would be in modern day? Is this would be like... This would be like Brad Pitt killing Donald Trump. Well, it's you see, Brad, Brad, that's what it would be because it was an actor at the time. Guy, I gotta disagree with you there. I don't think he was quite Brad Pitt. I think John was was, big. But I think his brother was Brad Pitt. His brother was big. Right? I I, I think, I think his, I think John Wilkes Booth could be likened to Jeffrey Pitt. Right, Jeffrey, I made up. I'm not really sure if Brad Pitt has a brother. Yeah, you're saying okay. I know right, what you're right, saying. Right, to some to some level of does re- that make a, does reclusivity? That, is that significant? Sorry. Is that significant? Like, of course, it's how, so you, how, but how, but like how, how, it, how is this how do you get, how do you make your name? Like I just I sure. can't see that. That's one that I just don't see. Like that okay. Lincoln's assassination. If you want to talk JFK, I could see that. Yeah, no, no, and, and I'm getting we'll there. Get there. So, so we were talking but, about we were talking Lincoln, about Lincoln. We were, though, we were talking about General see. Stanton, right? We were talking about the the irony of General Stanton, and, and, and there is a connection between General Stanton, Jefferson Davis, and guess who else? Who? John Wilkes Booth, right? And, and and there there is a connection there, and it was through the this this private firm. Guess where from? What country? Where was John Wilkes Booth from? You. Canada. You need one. I'm alright. I'm alright. Thank you. Yeah, he was. He was. He would. He would take. He would take frequent trips uh, up to the Canadian border, back down, back up to the Canadian border, back down. He wasn't born in Canada, but he would travel. Yeah, um, yeah, he would travel to Canada, and 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 there was this. You'd always be inclined to call it a, some kind of private firm nowadays. Um, not really sure exactly what they called it back in the 1860s. But there was there was definitely a clear cut connection, and so fast forward to um, the nineteen hundreds, and we talk about JFK. You should have been able to up the ante on security at that point, you're right? Also, you're also missing two major presidential assassinations. Can you name them, Meech? I want to see if Meech can name them. Because you have Lincoln and JFK, but what are two in between them? There's only four presidential assassinations. And the two in between did not die on the spot. That's why you don't hear about them a lot. Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And William McKinley. And the McKinley one is interesting, Jack, because McKinley was killed by an anarchist named Leon Shogloff. He loved Emma Goldman. Emma Goldman used to go by Emma Red. Red Emma. Total anarchist. Leon Shogloff was a was a Polish guy. He was he was anarchist, and they actually tried getting him off on. So he shoots he shoots McKinley, at a at a convention in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die till three months later, really? six four or five months late way later. Just lays in a bed his last couple of days. Just he's just sitting there three months. Mm-hmm. He can't move. He has the bullet still in the doctor. Can't get it out. This is 1900, 1901. Yeah. What's crazy about that is that. They tried putting Leon Shlogov on a insanity plea. You know how, like, in the judge's courts now, it's like, mm-hmm. either you get the death penalty or life in prison, or you can get, like, oh, no, he was insane. He gets the insane plea. Well, that's what they tried doing with Shlogov, but you know what he said? He said no. He said no to his attorney. He said, God told me to do this. 
If you don't think he did, then hang me. And they thought that this guy was so crazy that why would we even give him the insane plea? We have to hang him. And his, he was, he was, uh, he got the death penalty and they hung him. Uh, this, this anarchist guy, because he didn't believe in the government. But besides the point, it's interesting how the death penalty can come into, you know, um, insane. Like, like how does he get the death penalty here? But then we, we're, we're taught that, um, Booth was killed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're jumping past that. Do you believe Booth was killed? Do you think they captured Booth? Or do you think Booth ex- ex- escaped? Because there's reports of him... Escaped his Yeah. Um, like, do you think that they again, actually I, I guess I guess to, to tie my stories, John Wilkes did escape. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah, crazy, right? So there was this, so was, there was this medical facility in Virginia that refused to release the DNA sample of what they had on file for John Wilkes Booth because okay. he was an actor, so he's, he was technically, quote-unquote, in the system. And the person they captured in the farm, I believe somewhere near Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky area, right? And that's supposedly where they had found him. But they never released the DNA sample comparing the two. So it, it begs the question, why not? If, if you had obtained... John Wilkes Booth in the flesh, at the farm, in the farmhouse, right? You, had, you, you, you know, the claim is they they surrounded the house and, and and he gave up. He came in waving the white flag with his hands up. Wow. Why? When he was killed, why wasn't he? Why wasn't the DNA compared? Well, they, a lot of people say that about Bin Laden. Yeah. They buried him at sea. How do you feel about that? Only where's, se- that, where's that for another episode? Only seven percent of the seas been discovered. All right. Right. I think it's less than that. It's probably, it's, probably it's five, five or six. I think it's five. Yeah. Which is even crazy. Mm-hmm. And Hitler. And by the way, Hitler. By the way, a helicopter can't fly over the Atlantic Ocean. Really? They claim to have dumped him in a helicopter. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you have. So you, but you have doubts on that as well. But oh, I do. Oh, I do. Wow. Oh, I do. I, I, but and, if he was and, alive now, then there would be stuff going on. You, you know, think, you think so, alive, right? right? You think so, right? But the word terrorism has been going on for a while, right? And, and who would be your inside man to give you all the plans Bush. for terrorism? Yeah, sure, Bush. Or Bin Laden. Or Bin Laden. Yeah. Right? So why wouldn't they take him captive and try to subdue... So you think he's held captive? To this day, do I think Osama bin Laden is alive? Do you? And you think he's the working, answer is yes. He's working for the U.S. now. He is. He is working for the U.S., giving them intel. Twenty four on under twenty four seven surveillance. I oh, think wow. he'd rather he'd rather die than do that. Meech, let me ask you this question. No way. Meech, let me ask you this question. No way, he's alive. There's suicide let, bombers. Yeah, these guys are... Let me... Let me... Let me... Extremists. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Got me. Let me ask you this question. Let's hear it. If someone... If reply. someone took a gun and put it to your wife's daughter's... He don't care. Mother's... He don't heads, care. Dude, we're talking about... A, the culture yeah, that they have... We're talking about... For their extremes. country... These... Personally... There's just personally, no yes... When you, when you ask me that question, it's different. When you, you ask these guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll get into that. No so so, so, so you, you guys are taking a, a, a plurality 
and no way. and trying trying to define one man. This is Osama bin Laden is a, don't even, don't, get, don't get it twisted, a, a very brilliant man, right? And, and just so because of that Middle Eastern probably. culture, he is. Nah, he probably is. Oh no, he is. You can't you can't pull the things off that he did he, without being he is, smart. He's wow. he's an intelligent man. Wow. You can't expect. All you have yeah. to expect that your enemies you, are intelligent. You you need to you need to understand that he didn't get to the position he is yeah. without being a fraud, without being without being a joke. He got there because he was smart and he was shrewd and he was able to work his way up to the position he was in. Right? Sure, maybe he was uh, commander of, of terrorism, right? If that's what we want to label him as. But he had to get to that point at some point. And so to be able to get to that point, you have to be Mentally astute. Where 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 is he right now? Where is he right now? I just want to hear your theory. A U.S. base. In the Only some, very few people know, right? The CIA probably holds him captive somewhere, either on a ship, or somewhere in the Midwest. May or maybe not even the U.S. Maybe yeah. maybe they hold him in a in a, in a in a basement. Yeah. 150 yards underground in an isolated island and no one knows where Pacific Ocean. Right? Because the, because the value that he retains is far greater than what the value was of just executing him. And, 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 and have, have you heard of this? Have you heard the story of SEAL Team 6, right? SEAL Team 6 was the most highly trained uh, militaristic operation there has ever been, right? These, I think there was twelve of them. These twelve seals, when they were training, right, they can turn the corner in pitch dark blackness with their night vision goggles on, right, and they would be able to put a bullet through your two eyes in less than a second if you were between two pieces of paper with a centimeter in between them. Right, these were the most highly trained assassins there were. When you tell me that they kicked down that door, and Osama bin Laden had a handgun to the head of his one of his wives, one of his mistresses, right? And you tell me that they couldn't go in with a specific gun that would have just been something to knock him out. You're crazy, because the reward of having I'm so fucked up, bro. <laughs> the, re- the reward of having this guy at your disposal for um, Middle Eastern intel is far greater. But why would he say, why would he give any, he wants to Because Meech, 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 he is a Dude, smart man. No way. Right, a man, a, a man this smart, care about but a man, a man this smart is manipulative, okay. right? A manipulative person. Why would he help America, bro? Well, because, and God, let, 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 let me get to that way. point. God, 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 let me, let me get to that point. Is, is a man that's manipulative holds the moral, moral high ground of his subjugators, right? If I were to tell you, guy, do this, right? You do it blindly, out of blind faith. But I have an ulterior motive, right? And for me to hold an ulterior motive is for me to say... I have some level of culture or morality. Yeah, these guys are not farther. thinking like how we're thinking. Of course, of course he is. He's because if he's, if, if he's thinking the way he's thinking, mm-hmm. his radicalism would have taken him with a bomb on his chest going to, go in, go into a crowd. Mm-hmm. Right? But he manipulates other individuals to That's do that. Yeah. 
right? He has, he, has the, he has the moral and the mental acuity to be able to tell you and you and you to go do that. And not but he himself. understands that. So when you hold a gun to his mistress's heads or his children's heads or whoever he loves heads, he understands that like, like all three of us do here. Mm. That this is, this is a serious matter. Is that he needs to capitulate. Mm. And if he doesn't capitulate, he's, he's either going to die. And sure, he may, may, maybe he is, he is a martyr for his cause. But again, if he has that mental acuity to, to manipulate, he also has a mental acuity to know that that moral standard is, they got me. Yeah, I just want to see how we're doing on time here. Keep talking. Mm-hmm. They got me. We I know. Got 20 I know. minutes left. Cool. So they got me. I, I know where I stand. I know, I know what information I have to give them. So when, when, when you break it down to that, that level of morality, I guess some cultural aspect, um, I do think that to some extent Bin Laden could be alive. Could he be dead? Sure. But I think that they would have trained these uh, SEAL Team 6 assassins to the extent that they did just to kill the man. Just to kill the man that possesses information that they would have had for the next 50 years. Right, because now we go back into the present day Israel versus Gaza City, right? The attack from Hamas. Right, this, this, these are, there are claims that this has been planned for two years. Right, let's date back two years. Two years is 2021. What else will happen in 2021? January 4th, 2021. Guy, you remember what happened January 4th, 2021? Who was sworn in? Who was sworn? What was it? Joe? Joe Biden. Right, so when, when you plan an attack for two years knowing that the world, the world police, a.k.a. the United States, right, when you know that they have, they have dwindled their effect and weakened their army, when you, start to, when you begin to plan an attack, right, two years is a really long time to plan, right? Imagine studying for a test for two years. You would do well, right? You would do well? Imagine planning an attack for two years, right? What do you, what do you look for? You, you plan trends, you plan events. Right, event, annual events. You have two annual events to go off. You take every possible note in that annual event, and you find yeah, what the what the trends are. So we can get to next what the trends are. And so, it's 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 really difficult to to not be able to be inclined to say this was planned. Right, this 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 attack was planned. These these attacks were planned. The intel that Osama bin Laden possesses. Maybe not dates to today, but maybe there were plans that, hey, in the near future, this is what we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to do. Because this, it is, okay. it is Eastern world okay. philosophy is, is okay. nothing that's – nothing's modern, right? They, they despise the Western world. Oh, I right? something here. Go ahead, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got about 15 minutes left. Mm-hmm. And this is what all our viewers like to, like to hear. It's called rapid fire. Sure. So we've talked about a lot. Yeah, definitely. This 45 minutes. And this part of the show, rapid fire segment, is very simple since you guys are new to the show. I'll explain it to you. I'm going to ask you a question. It's basically a this or a that. So for example, it would be hot dogs or hamburgers. You tell me the answer. You only have 10 seconds to give me it. Usually it's five, but since you're new, I'll give you ten, so you can think about it a little longer. But the quicker you give it, the better it is for the show. Yeah. We call it rapid fire. So uh-huh. like I said, hot dogs, hamburgers, you give me an answer. Yeah. So I just sure. go back and forth. Yeah. If it's as simple as you guys are going to give me some, too. You're going to give each other some. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with both of you guys. I'm going to try to give you guys five each. Right, let's go. Cool. Let's go. We'll go from there. So I'll go with Rob first. Let's start off with a good one. The Beatles or the Stones? The Stones. Easy. 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 Okay. Stone that about it. I need you to give me. You're on a deserted island. Mm-hmm. You only got three songs by the by the Stones. Three songs by the Stones? You can only play them. I can think about 45 Stone songs off the top of my head. And I go, Angie, give me shelter, and miss you. Okay. Just check it out then. Favorite sport to watch on TV for Jack? Football. Wow. Why? Why not baseball? Slow paced. Well, okay. How about this? Can I, get, can I ask a condition? Sure. Postseason, regular season? Regular. Football. Football. Brings the action. 16, sorry, 17 games a season now, right? Every game matters. Unlike baseball, is 162 games. Sometimes that game in July doesn't matter. But in football, those 17 games matter. Wow. So every game is like a playoff game. Yeah. I'm going to swing it over to the Meech. Right. And Jack, also think of a couple of this or that questions for me or him that match our personality. So I'll give one to Meech here. Yeah. What do you like more? Controlling a team or just kind of playing on a team? It's it's hard. I'd, I'd say, say you've done both. I'd, I'd say talk about that in in today's age. I mean, in today's day, I'd say controlling, just because wow. um, seeing seeing how things can go under the wrong control. Um, wow. You know, not to the fault of anybody. Um, it's just. You know, sometimes you gotta stand up and, and, and be the one to, you know, take control. Um, personally, like in terms of enjoyment, yeah, probably go with playing. Okay. But in terms of, of you know, how it goes, the well being of a, of a team and a group of people, you know, sometimes you gotta be the one to, you know. I'll give you another one here Dream job. Dream job. Uh, I mean, my dream would be to, to, to work for myself. Um, Entrepreneur. Yeah, but but it's hard. That shit is hard. Entrepreneurs, they, they uh, you know, at, at every day they're fighting for, like, their next dollar. Okay. Um, and even, even the people that are making millions of dollars a year, they're stressing out. Like, it, it's, just sure. a, it's just a game that never ends every day. I got one for Jack. Top five. Yeah, I'll give you top three. Top three beers. Ooh. Top three beers. That's a really good one. And I was actually going to ask In you. In order. I was going to ask you that question. Okay, so, again, I guess a lot of things come down to conditional. What season are we in? Are we in, are, are we in the hardest summer, July? Really? Does that matter? I'm not even does talking that, about season. Does that matter? Oh, it doesn't season matter. Season doesn't matter here. I just need your top seasonal? three. Seasonal? Okay, we're going to go with... No, no seasonal. Just no seasonal? No we're going to go with Corona Stella Coors. And, and, and the problem with Coors is there's a 3A, 3B of Coors... There's a three at Coors, three B at Miller. I think I, I think Coors and Miller are, are really really compatible. Yeah, I'll probably take Coors over Miller though. I think I, I would too. Yeah, I would too. I like the Coors, but I'll be honest, the last sip of the Coors is tough sometimes. I to I, get I, I, I get that. I get trying that. Trying to try to get it down, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll give each one here. Um, I got one for you after. You you. Yeah, guy, I have one for you. Who do you like more? City lifestyle or Long Island lifestyle? See, that's a tough one. That's, that's something I'm trying to figure out myself. Um, well, we got to hear it on the show. We only got 10 seconds. I'd say city. 
Oh, wow. All right. Wow. There's more opportunity. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, that's where people are. And, and you know, I believe in you can create your own luck. And, and when you're interacting with more people, there's more populations. There's just more luck going around. Okay. More opportunity for you. So it's an opportunity thing. Yeah. In terms of my career. Yeah. And being able to provide for my family, you know, from my career. Is a, is a goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, Alex, Rob, a similar question. I mean, you're a Westchester girl. What do you, what do you like? Westchester or Long Island? Oh, Westchester. Yeah. Like all that. All that. And, 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 and here's, here, here, here's wow. a good quote. Is in Long Island, it takes you three hours to get to your grandma's house down the road. Right? There's so many lights, so much traffic, yeah. so much, so much of this unnecessary congestion yeah. in Long Island. See, so remind you, that, that's all I know. I'm a Long Island guy. I grew up here with the high school here, yeah. with the college there's here. Just, there's just un- there's, yeah. there's unnecessary congestion. There is. Okay. Right. But I'm used to it, so to me, yeah. especially yeah, but it's not unnecessary. So, and, and maybe this, this, this <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's my life. I mean, I mean, God, God, tell me if I'm wrong, but this, <laughs> this, this may, this may start to shift over into, in, into a bigger picture is, is the congestion has to do with, and I think it could be a level of selfishness, right? Wow. Yeah. Right, when, when you have a merging lane and you have two people competing, what happens? Right, two people compete, one has to break, one has to go, right? What, happen, what happens when, another, when one person breaks, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, what happens to the person behind them? They have to break, right? And what happens to the person behind them? And they have to I'm break, used to that, right? Though, and, and, and there's a domino effect of breaking. And, and, and when you pile up 100 cars and you bring that domino, so domino effect <laughs> of breaking, what, what does it cause? It causes traffic. Right when you when you re- rush hour when you hour. when you relinquish relinquish selfishness, and you let that person that is just a few inches in front of you let let them go right and they go and then you go and that and you never have to hit your brakes so then if you never hit your brakes the person never be, behind you never hits their brakes the person behind them never hits the brakes right and there's a constant flow of traffic and I think that's the difference between Long Island and Westchester I think I think Westchester has less selfishness in the sense that sure this is a microscopic level of what we're looking at is, is we're looking at a, a, a three-lane road going to a two-lane road. But I think that speaks to the overarching th- concept of, of how congestion can affect uh, the culture and, and the space of living. Well, I'll swing it over here to Mitch, and that is, um, what did you enjoy more, your high school experience or your college experience so far? I enjoyed them in different ways, but I... I I definitely think I'm gonna remember college more. Oh, wow. I've made I've made some like so lasting college, friends. Wow. I'd say college. Yeah, guy, guy, give me a take on that one. High school, yeah. Or college. Yeah, college. Yeah. College. yeah. I mean, I loved high school. I mean, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were both great, but I but I also have to remind you guys, our viewers should know this, but I've been to four different colleges. This is my fourth college, you know, starting. You know what I mean? So. This is a little bit. Which one's been your best I, that's, best experience? That's a question that we got. I'll do a ranking for you. Number one is Cortland. Yeah, really. Yeah, I love Hundred percent. I lived there for a year. Yeah, and you're living there, right? boys. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you live in a baseball house for a year. You, you grow some different relationships than you do, you know, living at home. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Um, and then I have a three-way tie for the other three because really, when I went to Old West Bear, I had. I had an amazing time there. I have a lot of memories there that I would never forget, along with Suffolk. Suffolk goes down as the best baseball team, and it's crazy to think that, oh, a Juco. But I was at Suffolk during, um, during COVID, so the whole team was basically a Division One team because everybody came home from different Division One schools. 
So it was it, that was the best baseball. You know what I mean? It was a lot of it was good, and then Starbucks been great. I can't you know what I mean. Twenty one can do you know certain things that you can't in other schools. So Starbucks great, but I was at Coral to answer the question. I, I, I mean I'd be stupid if I didn't say that. Yeah. Based on the independence of there's a difference between freedom and independent freedom. Mm. I have freedom, right? but I don't you know what I mean. There's a difference between independent freedom. You know what I mean. Yeah. So you got another one for me, Rob or Meech? I mean, you can throw another question at me. I got one for both of you. Sure, sure, sure. please. I'll look, yeah. related to uh, you know current events, mm-hmm. Israel Palestine. Well, you beat me to it. I was that was in my next question. Mm-hmm. Who, who are we supporting? You say we got to support Rob. You got to first. One. I yeah. like I said, I have family in Israel. I I, I have to support Israel. And 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 God, I'll let you into this question before I give my explanation. So why don't you go ahead? It's this simple. Israel is a country. Palestine is a part of the country. It's a territory. It's not directly considered a country, Palestine. Mm-hmm. Even though Palestine is in this direct land that they have said that it's theirs, Israel is the technical country. And Israel is supposed to be a hun- you know, it's supposed to be the only Jewish state. What I mean by that is everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you go to Iran, it's all Muslim. Yeah. You go to, you know, Israel, it's all, it's all it's know, Jewish. Only, there's only places right? to go. Yeah, so I, I say, I, I, I have no problem saying I feel horrible for the Palestine people because it's horrible what's going on with the, with the innocent people, right? Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. But as in territory, I think going with, you know, Palestine is the more realistic part of what's gonna happen. I, I'm a history major. I go with what's gonna happen and my realistic views and I go with, I mean, it's gonna end up in Israel as always, so. Rob, you wanna just jump on that for a minute? Before yeah, we sh- yeah, and, and we go back to the ex- explanation is, is let's say that both sides have taken casualties. Right? That's six minutes. We've, we've, we've taken Palestinian oh, casualties and, and, and is, Israelis casualties, right? So let's say hypothetically that those cancel off. So, do we want to support the defenders or the offenders? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, and and, and there, therein lies the heart of, of, of my support is, is we're going to support Israel because when you cancel the death of civilians, now now you're looking at the juxtaposition of attackers versus offenders. Oh, sorry, sorry, attackers versus defenders. So, so I, I'm vehemently against the attackers, and, and that's exactly why I'm. Hamas. Yeah. You're Hamas. against. Yeah, vehemently. I think everybody is. They should be. And if you haven't condemned them, if you, you're part of the problem. And you're just ignorant at that point. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to Meech here. Um, Drake or Kanye? Easy. You gotta pick one. Fuck. Uh, Drake. I mean, come on, that one just came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We gotta go I'll Drake. stick with Meech. Uh, you gotta only listen to one, Drake or uh, Lil Baby. Lil Baby. All day. Guy, I got, I got one yeah. for you. Guy, yeah. I got one for you. Hey, 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 hey. You two are Nirvana. Why? You know, my thing, I, I like Nirvana. Okay. I, mean, I, I do like very limited, you know, like late 80s, early 90s rock, but I do like the early 90s I got, I got grunge. Okay. I like that grunge. I like and Nirvana. I, I, I like so. the Radiohead. I like Pumpkins. I like Alice in Chains. You know, music. I, I have one for both of you guys. Yeah, well, I, have, I, have one. I just want to say this one quick. Sure, so, go ahead. What would you, I'll go Meech first and then uh, Rob, you think about it. What would you rather have? Your phone or the ability to listen to music? Phone. It's hard, very hard to listen to. So, so you don't, you'd rather have your phone 
And oh, I gotta communicate with people. So, so, so no music. Dude, I... How about this, though? Utility-wise? How about this? How about this? Of course, phone. phone, right? But how about this? Like, YouTube, TV, and movies? Or music? I learn on YouTube. So you're gonna I'm, take YouTube, TV, and music over... I mean, YouTube, TV, and... And phone movie. abilities, movies, then music. So you're not listening to music anymore. I don't learn from music. I, uh, I learn on YouTube. I learn a lot. How from about you? YouTube. What are you taking music or like? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with Meech there. I'm taking, I'm taking YouTube. See, I'm gonna disagree. I'm taking yeah. YouTube, and, and I'll tell you why. It's because music. when you get into, like, when you get into a car, no, right? Music. Like right, right, right. How do you how do you music. build how do you music. build your brain? Music. Nope. Podcasts, right? You can listen to podcasts. Fuck yeah, okay. Right? What? You get, you become, you become one person, you become one percent, one percent smarter when you hear some factual information. In, uh, you know, this is something I've come up with in, in my own, in my own stance is you become three minutes, half percent smarter when you listen to someone's opinion. Why? Because when listen, when you listen to someone's opinion, now you have to sit there and evaluate, right? You're not. Gaining information from from someone and saying, like every like a lot of people do nowadays, they listen to the news and they say, "Oh, oh yeah, the news said this." That's it. That's not true. You got, no, a, no, no. You got a question for both of us before we end? Oh, I do. Uh, Billy Joel or Elton John? Oh, that's the dumbest answer for me to ever answer. That's Billy motherfucking Joel. I mean, we live on Long Island. Come on, dude. Like, okay, Billy Joel's like. I mean, I could, how about Billy or, or Freddie? Sorry? Billy or Freddie? Mercury? Bill. I agree. Bill. I do love Queen. Yeah. But. I like Queen too. I think Freddie, I think Billy Joel is the goat. But I'll, I'll, I'll finish up with one last question for both of you. And then we, this is how we end the rapid fire. Uh, um, um, and then we'll finish here. And that is, I just want to skip this survey here. Alright, um, I'll go Meech first. Let me just take one more sip of this before we finish up our show. We have about a minute and a half. Um, I want you to give me, without explaining, your best baseball moment. Without explaining? Just your best baseball moment. Your favorite? Me, uh, um, Bottom of seventh inning, bases loaded against McClancy High School. Without explaining. That. High school. High school. Well, that that one at bat. Got him. Walk off. Hit. Like my last good. You hit, were hitting. I was hitting. And you got to walk off. Walk hit. off. Perfect. Um, to center field. Up the middle. Up the middle. Like right first, over the pitcher. Yeah. How did it feel? Against a Division One commit. Felt great. Yeah. So I got to rob. Baseball, best moment. My best moment of baseball comes from coaching. Wow. You got about 20 seconds to tell me. Coaching is the impact you make on, on other people. I agree, I'm a coach. Yeah. Right? And when you coach 12 year olds, being able to teach them and, and watch, them, watch them grow, yeah, that's better than any other image I could have well, for my playing career. I'll tell you what, I want to say, boys. We literally hit the hour. We're at 59 minutes uh, on the 59th Avenue. Thanks for coming on. I mean, we had a great time tonight. This is what we do. Good luck. I mean, honestly, I mean, this is 
I mean, I'm debating cracking another one and restarting this. Yeah, <laughs> but this was great. There, there, yeah, there's a part two. So before we finish, thanks for coming on, Meech. What do you got to say to finish it off? Thanks for having me. We'll do this again very soon. <laughs> very soon. Rob. Keep the peace, gentlemen. Keep the peace. Keep the peace. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for coming on. All I got to say is two words. That's life. Thanks, everybody. Take care.